Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the John Cordray Show number 44. In this episode, we really need to talk about your fear of what others think. This is the John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. All right, and welcome back to the John Cordray Show. Really appreciate you tuning in. Whether you're new or been listening to me for a while, I do appreciate you. Today is episode 44. And my name is John Cordray, and I'm a licensed therapist and a national certified counselor. And I am also the host of this show. Very glad to do that. I am so happy to be your host for today or tonight, whatever time it is for you. And I know that there are people who listen to this show from all over the world. And I just am very honored that you are choosing to listen to me, uh, especially if you are not from America. Uh, That's where I'm from. I'm coming from St. Louis, Missouri in the U.S. and uh, glad to be able to come to you. And whatever you're doing, you could be, oh, I don't know, driving or walking, working out, doing the dishes, doing the laundry or going to sleep. (laughs) Whatever you're doing, I do appreciate um, you listening to me today. And, you know, today we're going to talk about something that I think really affects a lot of people. And that is the, the, the title of this episode is we really need to talk about your fear of what others think. Yeah. We need to talk about how you focus so often on what other people think or what you think they think is probably the more appropriate, more accurate description. You know, that scenario, right? You're in, in with a group of people, maybe you have some friends Maybe, maybe it's people you don't know really well. Could be at work, could be at school, could be at church. And you just know, you, you, you're telling yourself that other people think badly of you. Maybe they make fun of you. Maybe there's something about you that you feel like a failure, but you struggle with what other people think of you. And we need to talk about that because if you turn those negative thoughts and those negative feelings into a belief and you start believing that people don't like you or they only like you if you perform a certain way or if 
people only want to hang out with you if you have something to give them. If that's your struggle, then we need to talk. <laughs> we we need to talk about that because that's not healthy. And if you're living in a constant fear of worrying what other people think of you, then you got some deeper struggles. I don't know what they are. It could be shame. It could be disappointment, embarrassment, lots of different things it could be. But we want to talk, or I want to talk to you a little bit about your preconceived thoughts about yourself. Because I think that's where it starts. It starts with, what do you think of yourself? And then you tend to project that on other people and what they think about you, right? You know yourself better than anybody. And, and so my question to you, how do you allow your thoughts to influence your actions? How do you allow your thoughts of what, other, what you think other people are thinking of you to influence your actions? Do you allow those thoughts in your head, no one really likes you, no one really cares about what you have to say? Do you allow those negative thoughts to influence you, to keep you from starting something, from beginning something, from going somewhere? Or maybe you um, allow those thoughts to get in the way of actually finishing a project or finishing doing something. Like you're in the middle of something, you, you start out with, I'm, I'm excited about whatever this is. I'm excited about it. And you get started and you're about halfway through or, or somewhere in between starting and, and ending. You start to lose steam because you feel like mm, people are starting to be critical of you. And, and, and you feel like people are not really, you know, who's, who really cares about what you have to offer anyway. And so you stop, you, you quit before you're finished. And so you're allowing those that fear of what others might be thinking of you to get in the way. Is that you? <laughs> Do you allow those thoughts to creep into your mind and then those thoughts become uh, a belief and then becomes an inner critic and it tends to wear you down? Have you had these thoughts yourself, these preconceived thoughts about yourself, and that is you're not good enough? You're just not quite good enough. If only you were like that person, you would be good enough. If only you were able to do this, then you'd be good enough. If only you were able to speak better. If only you were able to be smart in math. If only you were able to be able to sing. If only you were able to be more outgoing. You get the, the, the gist, right? If only you were good enough. And so you have these preconceived thoughts about yourself that you're just not quite good enough. And maybe it's rooted in your past. Maybe it's rooted into your childhood. And, and maybe your mom or your dad or somebody in your life made you feel like you weren't quite good enough. They always picked out the, the, the negative, the bad things you did, but never encouraged you with the good things you did. And so you grow up with thinking that you're not good enough. You always have to work at it. You always have to improve. And nobody's going to like you until you are perfect. But let me tell you, my friend, you are not perfect. None of us are. And if you start thinking and believing that you need to be perfect, then you're never, ever will feel good enough. 
another preconceived thoughts that you might have of yourself is that you're broken. There's something about you that's broken. Maybe something that happened to you. Maybe it was something that you did. Maybe it was, I don't know. Maybe you are blind or you have a disability like being blind or, or, or maybe it's a mental uh, disability. You have depression or high anxiety or OCD or some other emotional hang up and you feel broken and there's just something just not right. You, you look at everybody else and you think, well, they have it all together. They're not broken. They're happy. They have a wonderful life. But look at me. I don't. I, my life is broken. And so you start thinking like you, you, you're, you're, you're a broken product that nobody wants to buy, that nobody wants to be around. Or maybe you have these, this preconceived idea or thought that you have is that you don't really have anything to contribute. You're not that good. Maybe you're thinking, well, I'm not a very good speaker. I'm not a very good singer. I'm not a very good friend. I'm not that outgoing. I don't like hanging out with a lot of people. And so you start thinking and then believing that you don't have anything to contribute to a relationship. And then you allow that to get into your mind. And then you start to believe that no one really wants to be my friend. No one wants to hang out with me because I don't have anything to contribute. Or maybe another preconceived thought that you have is that you're boring. <laughs> you're boring. And you convince yourself that you're boring. And, and maybe maybe you're an introvert. And maybe you, you would rather just stay home and, and stay in your room and read a book, listen to music, or just do things by yourself. And you, th- you start to think about your life. And then you're reflecting. And then you kind of come to the conclusion that you're boring. And if you're boring, then nobody wants to hang out with you. And so everywhere you go, church, school, work, everywhere you go, you're kind of looking around and you're all by yourself and you are convincing yourself, well, that's why, because I am boring. Nobody wants to hang out with me. And you develop this fear, this intense anxiety or disbelief. It's a misbelief that nobody wants to be around you. That, that people look at you and, and behind your back, they're pointing their fingers and they're laughing at each other and, and, and they're telling each other how terrible you are. That's what's going on in your mind. Because you have these preconceived, preconceived thoughts about yourself and you're worried what they're going to think. Or maybe here's another thought. Maybe you feel like you're insignificant. You're insignificant. Why would anyone want to be your friend? I mean, look at you, right? This is your inner critic talking to you. Your inner critic is that, that those negative thoughts that get in your head and that tend to really beat you down. And the inner critic will say things, look at you. You are stupid. You're pathetic. What are you even doing? Don't even go to school. Don't even go to church. Don't even don't even try to get friends. What's the use? You're so insignificant. And then you you start to believe your value as a person is is low. 
and your opinion about, about yourself is very low. And then you start to think, well, if I think low of myself, then everybody else does too. Or here's another one, another preconceived thought that many people have. And that is I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Everything I do, I fail. Everything I try, I fail. I tried to start something and I don't do it. I get bad grades at school. I, I try to talk to people and they don't talk back to me at work. I do my best, but I just can't quite do what I need to do at work. And my boss gets on my case. And then you start thinking, well, maybe I am a loser. And once you start believing that you're not good enough or you're broken or that you don't have anything to contribute or you're boring or you're insignificant or you're a loser. Once you start thinking about that and it goes around and around and around in your head, then you, you start getting these ideas that everything that you do is going to be judged by everybody else. That every little jot and tittle is going to be scrutinized by people, by the way, jot and tittle, that's a Hebrew term, um, something that the scribes did. Every jot and tittle had to be perfect. And if you start to believe that you have to be perfect, then you are going to fail every time because you're not perfect. Nobody is. But here's what happens a lot. When you start thinking that you're not perfect, you start to believe that everybody else is. It's really easy to look at all the good stuff, all the good things in other people, isn't it? Well, they have it all together. They they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They have a great job. They have a great house. They have a great marriage. And so it's really easy to point out all the good stuff in everybody else and all the bad stuff inside yourself. And you might have thoughts like, boy, you know, maybe, maybe you're starting to develop some friends or a relationship and you start thinking to yourself, man, if they just knew when they find out about me, they're going to avoid me like the plague. Right? Have you had those thoughts? If they just find out about what I struggle with, I'll, they'll never be my friend again. Have you had that thought? So when you have a fear of what other people think about you, then you tend to have an intense judgment of yourself. You are your worst critic. You are your worst enemy when it comes to trying to look at the good in yourself because you have a lot of good. You have a lot of value. And I believe that God has made you to be exactly the way you're supposed to be. Now, I know I know you might be thinking, well, why would God give me this disability? Why would God give me this hardship? Why, if God really loved me, then why would he allow me to go through the struggle? And I can't answer that. I don't, I don't know the mind of God, but I do know the character of God. And the character of God is he loves you unconditionally. He will love you through the struggle that you're going through. You see, God doesn't care if you're perfect. In fact, he knows you're not. There's only one person who walked the face of this earth that was perfect, and that is Jesus Christ. 
That's my belief. That's what I believe. And you and I are not perfect, but we are loved by the one who is perfect. Isn't that cool? So when you start thinking bad about yourself and you are thinking that you're not quite good enough or you're broken or you don't have anything to contribute, you're boring, you're insignificant, you're a loser. When you start thinking that, then you are not thinking the way God thinks of you. You are thinking of that inner critic and you're allowing that inner critic then to get in the way of what God really has for you. And whenever we allow things to get in our way from what God has for us, that becomes an idol. That becomes a master. And so when we allow our fear of what other people think of us, it prevents us from living the life that God wants us to live. That becomes a master. And when something becomes a master over and above the master, which is God, then that becomes an idol. Now, I'm not here to give you a lecture, make you feel bad. Not not going to do that. I'm not trying to do that. What I'm trying to do is point out that we even we if we if we really think about it, we are trying to create in our minds how we should be and how we should live when God's already made us. Yes, you struggle. And if you are resonating with this message or with this episode, then you are, you know that these battles within you can become an idol. And if you allow these thoughts to become a belief, then your fear of opinions will convince you that you are bad. And when you are convinced that you are bad, you will act and behave as if you are. You'll stop doing things. You won't live the life that you're meant to live. You'll start believing one thing about yourself, that you're not worthy, that you're broken, no one likes you. You'll start believing that instead of believing that you are worthy. And that is the antithesis of the fear of what other people think of you. And that is believing that you are worthy. You are not perfect. You will fail, but it doesn't mean you're a failure. Did you get that? You're not perfect. You will fail. You will fail in relationships. You will fail at school. You will fail people. You will fail your marriage. You will fail everybody because you're not perfect. But that does not mean you're a failure. Don't confuse the two, okay, of being a uh, uh, failing with being a failure. And I want you to start believing and telling yourself that I am worthy. I'm not perfect, but I am worthy. I am loved. I am a person with dignity and value. I have things to contribute to people. Yes, I struggle with things. Yes, I might have some weaknesses, but I am worthy. I have value to give people, and I want to help people, and I want to live. I want to enjoy. I want to get out there and do the things that I want to do. And I want you to start working on that. I want you to start believing that. Here's what I want you to do. If you struggle with the fear of what other people think of you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get 
a piece of paper, maybe it's a three by five card. And in all caps, I want you to write down, I am worthy. I am worthy. And every time you start having this fear of what other people think, and every time you start having these negative thoughts about yourself, I want you to pull that note out and I want you to read it out loud to yourself. And I want you to say, I am worthy. So if you're feeling like you're not good enough, I want you to read that card and I want you to say to yourself, I am worthy. If you're feeling like you're broken, read that card and I want you to tell yourself, I am worthy. And if you feel like you don't have anything to contribute to other people, I want you to pull that card out and I want you to read to yourself, I am worthy. And if you think you're boring and nobody wants to be around you, pull out the card and I want you to tell yourself, I am worthy. And when you start feeling like you're a loser and you everything you do, do is fail, 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 and you're a loser, I want you to pull out the card and I want you to read, I am worthy. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like human. Please follow the link in the show notes. Do you get what I'm trying to say? What I want you to work on, if you struggle with a fear of what other people think of you, if you struggle, struggle with a fear of other people's opinions of you, which is a lot of people, by the way, but if you struggle with that, if that becomes so overwhelming to you at times, I want you to really work on replacing those negative thoughts with these positive thoughts. I am worthy. I have value. I am loved. And stop telling yourself the opposite. You, you've got to work on those negative thoughts. Got to work on that inner critic. And you need to replace them with something that's more positive. And hang out with people who are positive in your life as well. You need people who are going to encourage you, not discourage you. My guess is you've had a lot of people in your life who discouraged you, and, and that's one of the reasons why you struggle with the opinions of what other people think. You struggle with your own opinion of what you think of yourself. So I want you to write down, I am worthy. Put it somewhere very prominent. Put it in your purse. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your wallet. Put it in, on the, the your mirror in your bathroom, put it on the dashboard of your car, put it on your computer, put it on your phone, everywhere, put it and put it out to where it's where you can see I am worthy. Okay. So I want you to be thinking what you can do starting now to work on your fear of what other people think of you. 
Can you do that for me? Can you work on that? I hope so. And I hope this has been encouraging to you because I don't care what you have done, who you are, what kind of personality you have. You have value and you are worthy. And I care about you. I want to be your friend. I want to be your encourager. In fact, I want to be your chief encouragement officer, your CEO. And so if you are struggling and you need some more encouragement, then please reach out to me. I would love to know on Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time at John P. Cordray. I'm on Periscope all the time. Periscope is a live one-way streaming, so you can watch me live, not just listen to me. I'd love for you to do that. You have to download the app. You have to have Twitter and then also download the uh, Periscope app to your phone, and you can act and just press on the app, and boom, you can watch live uh, people from all over the world. Uh, but when you, if you do that and you're on Periscope, look me up, uh, John P. Cordray. Love to have you follow me there because a lot of the things I talk about on my podcast, I also talk in my Periscope, and uh, it's kind of cool. We can actually interact uh, live real time, so that's a really cool thing. So I want to leave you with this. I want you to know you are worthy. I want you to start believing that. I want you to work on your fear of what other people think of you. And you'll get through it. You'll be fine. You just need to really work on it. So I'm going to let you go there. But before I do, I just I want to give you some updates again. Uh, if you've been listening to my newer podcast, more later or more recent podcast, you've been hearing me talk about Keep Calm Academy. And I'm really excited about Keep Calm Academy. It's an eight-week um, online training program that you'll receive from me video and audio lessons and help walk you through how to keep calm. It's going to give you tools and resources that you need if you struggle with anxiety or fear or stress or anger or any other emotion that, that, that you struggle with that's imbalanced. And this course is designed to help you and keep you calm. And you'll be able to access the lessons for as long as you want. And you can listen to them as well. You can watch them. You'll have homework assignments. I am so pumped and excited about this. Well, I'm not, it's not open yet. I don't, I'm still working on it, but I am looking for a select few uh, people who listen to my podcast and also on Periscope to help me and be a part of my focus group. You know, I've just been really wanting to, as I, as I plan out what it is I'm going to do, uh, I'm also wanting a group of people that I can go to, a group of people who actually struggle with emotions, that I can go to and say, hey, I'm thinking about this, what do you think? Is this something that could be helpful for you? And it's a hands-on opportunity for you to be a part of something awesome. And if you want to be a part of my focus group for Keep Calm Academy, uh, it's real simple, actually. You just sign up, and I'll send you an email, and then we'll communicate back and forth via email. But if you decide to do that, uh, I want to give you something. And, and, and I want to give you uh, just a huge discount. So whenever Keep Calm Academy comes out, I, you're going to be the first one to open the doors and you are going to get the best discount ever for Keep Calm Academy. It's 65% off. What do you think about that? 
So all, all for those who are listening to my podcast or, or watch me on Periscope, I'm going to give you that opportunity. I need you. I need your help to uh, be on my focus group and uh, give me some feedback. I'm going to give you some, probably let you watch videos or, or ask you questions. You'll be on the inside, which is kind of cool. You'll be my, on my uh, MVP list, most valuable players. So I'm really, really psyched and, and stoked about it. So if that's interesting to you, if you're interested in that, there's no, you don't, if you sign up, doesn't mean you have to, to do anything other than you're just letting me know that you're interested. Go to keepcalmacademy.com slash focus. So keepcalmacademy.com slash focus. And that will get you to a page where you can watch a little video of me just to talk a little bit about uh, the focus group and then an opportunity for you to sign up on the list. Uh, So I hope that you'll take advantage of that. Um, The doors for my focus group is very limited. I'm not going to open it, keep it open for very long because I am wanting um, just a, a, a small group, but a very active group. And that's something that you're interested in. I don't care how old you are. Well, you, you need to be at least uh, older than 13. <laughs> but I'd rather you be an adult, at least college age or older would be my preference. And uh, so I'd love to have you do that. And, and maybe you don't have uh, struggle with the emotion, but your spouse or a friend does, then you're welcome to do that as well and, and be on the focus group. So love to have you do that. Uh, so again, that's keepcalmacademy.com slash focus. And that'll get you right to the page where you can sign up. All right, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening. And remember, you are worthy. Work on that and really work on your fear of what other people think of you. Okay. All right, great guys. Thank you so much again. Really appreciate you. And don't forget, I am your chief encouragement officer, your CEO. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time. Stay in the green zone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.